Hey folks, and welcome back to another episode of Michigan Pathways. I'm your host, John. And we are on the eve of Thanksgiving. Woohoo! That's right. Time to start making sure that turkey's thawed out and cooked to proper temperature. So, whatever you're cooking it at, make sure it's cooked properly, folks. And, uh, you're out to go out to see the parades tomorrow. Hope you guys, uh, enjoy that and uh, dress warm for that. So, I'm looking at something different uh, in the coming year. Let me know what you guys think. Um, if you're able to, drop it down into the uh, comments or leave me a voicemail. And I've been looking at, somebody had suggested that I try out uh, a day in Michigan history. So, I thought, okay, well, give me something to different, you know, something different to look at and something different for you guys to hear about instead of backcountry. But um, it's something kind of new I'm going to go into the first year with. Uh, I'm already looking at shows going into the uh, the second year. So as you know, come January 19th, I'm looking at the calendar here, and that will be, you know, our first full year here at Michigan Pathways. And I want to thank every one of you. Every one of you have made this show possible. I have seen a lot of people come by and say, hey, thank you for this. Or, hey, you know, let's talk about this or let's talk about. So there's a lot of things that, you know, we need to look at going forward into the uh, the new year and onto the second season. I never thought I'd get this far. I really didn't, folks. But with the ever-going and ever-changing um, background or the, the gear and the, the people and stuff like that, it makes the show possible. And by you tuning in and listening for as long as you do, I appreciate it. It really helps me out in the long run. So I want to open up real quick with this day in history Michigan history now. Uh, on this date in 1907, Bago was founded. And then in 1967, The Who performed at Southfield High School with the opening band, the Amboy Dukes. Now, if anybody knows who the Amboy Dukes are, Ted Nugent was a part of that. So that's a real quick one. Not going to do too many, probably two, two or three of them. Nothing uh, too exciting here. So, on to today's show, we're looking at safety in the backcountry during the winter time. Now, we know anywhere here in the U.S., anywhere you go that, you know, you're unfamiliar with, you need to be aware of a lot of things. One is the changing weather conditions, knowing how to pack and prepare yourself for a winter uh, trip. And knowing what equipment to bring is is key. So today we'll kind of go over a couple of different things. But I always suggest that you guys go and you look at different classes, maybe like REI, and or YouTube's got plenty of videos out there that will help you in uh, your next trip out in the backcountry, especially winter camping. Um, there's a lot out there. So I'm just going to give it a brief rundown of what we need to look for. So as I said, anywhere backpacking anywhere in the U.S. in the wintertime can be dangerous. 
from changing weather to extreme cold, sometimes freezing. And if you're not properly properly <laughs> dressed for that, you're going to have problems. And that problem is called hypothermia. Hypothermia can come on very quickly if you're not dressed or your equipment is not ready for the, the cold. So if you're looking to do a backpacking trip out in the cold, make sure first your tent and your sleep system are very good. You know, you want something that's rated for 20, you know, even 20 degrees below zero. That gives you plenty. That may be too much sometimes. So you want to definitely do your um, your background checking on your equipment and stuff like that. UGQ's quilts, uh, once again, are a really great source. And they can get you the, uh, the quilts that you need for that. So I, I swear by mine and I will <laughs> as long as I can have, I have it. So, um, so I said proper tent, proper sleeping system, the R rate value, you know, it's gotta be up there three, 3.5. Uh, I think it gets higher than that. I could be wrong, but having, you know, a couple inches up off the ground will help you. And also getting the ones, I think Thermarest also has the uh, mylar that's in between so it helps reflect the uh, your body heat so with that being said making sure your pad and your uh, your quilt and sleeping bag is, is you know is up to par for that also having dry clothes don't go to bed with wet clothes I know it's uh, it's uh, duh. Well, trust me, people. There have been people that went to bed with wet clothes on and suffered in the end. I don't want you to be that person. I don't want to scare you guys into the fact that oh my god, I can't go do this because it's just sounds. It's not bad, but it's very hard. Um, depending on the amount of snow, how cold it is, how hard you're fighting the equipment, it's a lot. I always tell people, if you're going to do it, take one year, learn how to use your equipment in, you know, local, like your backyard, if you're able to, and know if your tent is in your sleeping system is going to be able to handle what you're doing before you go in the back country. It's always the best thing. So during uh, this time while you're hiking, remember, if you get wet, you want to kind of dry your clothes as much as you can. I know it's hard. We're trudging through snow, but going through that, and if you're not ready for it, it's going to take a toll out on you. So a real good indication that something's going wrong or where you need to, shivering. And also a lot of people don't realize is the dexterity of your fingers. If you take your, your pointer finger into your thumb and move down touching each one of your fingers and it gets harder and harder to touch then you know you're in trouble you need to get warm you need to start getting fluids into your body to start getting the dexterity of your fingers warmed back up because that's a good indication that something's not right hypothermia is not something you want to play around with folks so with that being said um, if you get to that point 
just remember that snow is 90% air, 10% water. Ice is 90% water, 10% air. So when you want to get water and such like that, make sure you bring your own water until you get to a water source that is drinkable. Drinking cold water is all right, but that's going to lower your body temperature. Try to warm it up. If you can, stick it inside your jacket. It's going to be cold. And start bringing that body, that um, that water, up to at least 7 degrees. 70 degrees. If you can get it to where it's, you can boil your water and get it, it'll help with the internal temperature and also help start making you feel a little bit better. So knowing the signs and symptoms of frostbite, and getting that addressed right away because that can become fatal. Also, uh, communication. Communication is another big thing we want to take into consideration when we are in the backcountry, if we go alone or for somebody else. Um, if you're the person that's in um, point or, you know, coming up on the rear there, talk to your partner. Hey, I'm not feeling well. I'm shivering. I'm cold. I need to stop. You know, something's not right. Don't be afraid. You know, that, you know, also check on your partner. Hey, how are you feeling? You know, notice the signs and symptoms of um, things that are happening. So also uh, address those right away. So, folks, I hope you're able to get out in the backcountry and enjoy it and uh, take a, you know, a real good look at Michigan's backcountry because they're beautiful even during the wintertime. There's a lot going on out there and it's really cool. So with that being said, you guys have a great day. You also have a great Thanksgiving and I will see you out on the trail. You take care. Bye.